This is Andy Lewis, and you're listening to The Norse Mentality. With me today is one of my best friends, Brendan. One of them? The only one. All right. There's no one else, just you. Don't worry about that. (laughs) So me and Brendan recorded a really awesome episode Saturday. It was about, what, an hour and a half long? If that, yeah. Yeah, it was a really long episode, a lot of great content, and the SD card that I was using just completely shit the bed, and I lost fucking everything. So here we are again. Brennan was nice enough to come over here after a long days of work and knock out this episode real quick. That way we can get it released for everybody. It's just what I do, man. I know, man. You're a team player. Just hustle. Just hustle and just All getting I do is after, get after it. After just it, man. fucking getting after it nonstop. <laughs> I get up at four in the morning, I chug a friggin' pot of coffee and eat some glass. Just I go zero to one hundred in five seconds all day. You don't go one hundred and fifty, you fucking loser. I'm getting there. You get. I'll there. get to one fifty. You'll get to my level. Actually, I've been a piece of shit all day. To be honest with you, <laughs> I was talking about that earlier. Yeah, just piece of shit. Laid in bed for like an hour and a half. Didn't do a goddamn thing. I mean, everybody has days like that. Man, I think it's just because I've been training so hard lately. Like, my body is still just shot. Even well, yeah. mentally, like, I'm just not there right now. You're trying to be a bodybuilder now, so you trying to, to man. Yeah. Trying to. You know, I'm, like, I've been trying. So, I got into fitness because I admired bodybuilding. You know, I remember looking at a bodybuilding magazine when I was, like, eight years old. Mm-hmm. And just really just being fascinated by it. And then, in high school, same thing happened. Some dude bought a brought a bodybuilding magazine to school and I remember looking at it and I showed my girlfriend at the time. I was like, look at this, like, look at this fucking specimen of a man. Look at the stud, you know, borderline gay, obviously. Yeah, then but, your girlfriend got real confused about well, your sexuality. Well, no, well, what she said was, ew, that's gross. Don't ever look like that. And we broke up like two weeks later. I don't know if there's like a coincidence there. It's rightfully so. I'm going to say that's why we broke up. I I don't, I mean, if, if, if she didn't, you should have. Yeah, I mean, so. she's a fucking loser. Well, you don't have to go that far. I mean, I'm no, sure. No, no, I hate her. No, I don't wow. remember her name, honestly. Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anyways, today we are going to talk about gratitude. And the reason we're going to talk about gratitude is because this is something that we talked about on the really good episode <laughs> and that we <laughs> for lost. For a long time, we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it for like an hour and just lost everything. This episode probably won't be an hour because we both have other shit to do. But yeah, so I want to talk about gratitude because I think it's so important for everyone to have you know, but it's something that a lot of people lack nowadays. You know, when I was in Colombia, South America, back in February, I remember we were on the bus and we we're traveling through the country, you know, and honestly, it was a fucking shithole. Like, I mean that in the nicest way possible, but you know, like the buildings didn't have windows on them, but everyone there were, they were so happy. And I thought that there was something to that where these people had nothing and yet life was great and then you come to america including myself and probably you at times and everyone else we feel like we're lacking something when in reality we're not lacking a goddamn thing no i think the reason it's so different here is because we're just a not to beat a dead horse but we're a very materialistic society and happiness is largely measured in what we have and what we're currently working to get whether it's toys or you know, cars, grills, I mean, whatever it might be. Everyone's seems like everybody I know has a hobby, but that hobby involves spending money on things. Yeah. That's like what I, makes them I happy. just bought a mountain bike and it cost me a small fortune. Mm-hmm. And it was it's a hobby. That's all it is. Yeah. But at least that's a something productive. I mean, people will buy people have car collections and they'll have cars sitting in their garages that they 
hardly ever drive. Yeah, they drive once a year or some shit, but yeah. it's a $50,000 car. <laughs> Take it out for a joyride once a year, and they're like, yeah, this is what makes me happy. In all reality, it just makes their dick feel bigger. That's why they have it. Most and people at you know. I would say, like, I my dream car is a first-gen Challenger. Always has been. Eventually, I'll probably get one of those cars. But once again, I'm just being materialistic as fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but at the same time, I don't need that to be happy. I, I think that's the whole point there is you can have things and you can aspire to have more, but don't let it determine your happiness. If you, the way I see it is if you have all these things or you want all these things, if you aren't happy prior to getting th- them, then they're not going to make you happy or at least content with your life. And the only way they'll make you content is if if you can think about losing it all and still be happy with yourself, then that's healthy. So I wonder if that's a, I like that point. I wonder if that's something that people could apply to their lives, including myself. So, you know, if you're feeling down and you catch yourself buying shit, stop, mm-hmm. you know, put a pause on it and kind of go in and figure out what's actually wrong and how you can resolve the issue instead of spending money on shit that's not going to fix it. Well, I mean, how, how many memes do you see floating around about people getting drunk and buying things on Amazon the next day? They're like, oh, I can't believe I bought that. Well, that's the thing is it's uh, it's celebrated now. Mm-hmm. It's celebrated. And yet it's a fucking disease almost. It's toxic as shit. You're not fixing your problems. You're just covering it up. It's almost the same as alcohol mm-hmm. to a certain extent. You know, like yep. obviously they're two different things, but... You're dealing with one problem with another problem. Yeah, well, it's all about feedback. So some people like the feedback they get from buying a bunch of garbage they don't need. Some people like the feedback that they get from getting drunk and just turning into a dope. So, and either way, the next day you feel like shit. Yeah, yeah You still feel way. shitty regardless. And, and in both cases, hopefully you don't do both, but in both cases you wake up the next day and you have a lot less money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, man. What would you say would be a better coping mechanism? I know I just kind of put you on the spot there, but <laughs> I mean, I ain't no philosophizer or nothing. Philosophizer. <laughs> <laughs> I think it goes back largely to what I just said is you need to take yourself to a place where if you did lose everything, even what little you think you have, if you can't cope with the idea of losing it all, then maybe that's your starting point. So, yeah, I like that as well. Because but- you need, I mean, first and foremost, you got to be happy with yourself. Yeah. And who you are, so you know the the more things you buy, it's not going to make it any better, and it's just going to make it worse because once you get that little bit of feedback, the dopamine or whatever it might be, that yeah. first time, first few times, you're not going to stop. There are people who I know people who have gotten themselves into tens of thousands of dollars of just credit card debt because yeah. they can't stop buying things. And it's all bullshit. Yeah, they don't it, need it, any of it. No, they don't, and they. They certainly don't need it if they're using credit cards to buy it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's a pretty good rule of thumb. If you have to buy it on credit, don't fucking buy it. Yeah, it's a fair point. You know what I mean? I would say like 99% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe have it as a backup or yeah. say like I only use credit cards for business now and I, I pay it off immediately. But mm-hmm. either way, yeah, I think that's a pretty good rule of thumb there. If you can't afford it, don't fucking buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really hard rule to live by. I yeah. have trouble with it. We all have trouble with yeah, it. Of course, Some people have have a lot more trouble than others. But well, it's like you said, it's that dopamine. Mm-hmm. It's that dopamine release that you get from buying something on Amazon. It's so fucking easy now. Well, we're we're also for for some people. I feel like you can't blame them because we're also conditioned in our culture, at least, to think that that dopamine that release is happiness, and that's what you should seek out in your life. And it's if not, you're not your feel- happiness, though. Yeah, if you're not feeling that, then you're not fulfilled. Right. And in all reality, happiness is fleeting. No matter what, you're never going to remain happy with anything because 
as as a human, you're just not programmed to work that way. No, everything's in constant cycles, life so, and death. Yeah. So really, I think what it comes down to is you need to be content. Yeah. And what being content means is that, at least in my view, is that you have a community around you that wants you around yep. and you bring value to them and you have a sense of responsibility to, to serve them. And if you want to be content, that's how you do it. I mean, you serve other people, you help people. Well, yeah, it's that try mentality. That's what mm-hmm. we've been doing since the beginning. Yeah. You've been, you talked about that from the get go. Oh need yeah. To have, that's you need to have happiness. A, a tribe. You need to have a community. You have to help other people. That's how you become happy is by helping other people. Mm-hmm. And everyone has a responsibility to do to to do so. And I harp on that on the podcast all the goddamn time, but mm-hmm. hopefully people understand at this point, there's something that you do that serves value or that could serve a value to other people and that could help them. So mm-hmm. you have a responsibility to do that. Like for example, you know, like logistics, that's something that you're good at. I'm fucking terrible at it. You could help <laughs> me with that. You know what I mean? Even yeah. like on a small scale, cause a lot of people are probably sitting there right now and they're like, well, what the fuck can I offer people? Anything, mm-hmm. even when it comes to meal prep or even exercising, you know, like you might know something more about exercise than someone else in your gym. Once again, that gym should be your community. Yeah, and if you feel like you don't have a skill you can offer, there are plenty of people out there who just want a an ear. Yeah, just just so to you, listen, just to listen, and and in your opinion could could help them, could mm-hmm. help them figure some shit out. Kind of like what we do on this podcast. In all reality, all we do is shoot the fucking shit and give our opinion <laughs> on things. And you know, none of them are qualified in any way. Oh but. <laughs> no, no, but you know, we get messages and shit saying how it helps people, and that right there. You know, we were talking about that last night because I texted you. I received a few messages back to back of people saying that the podcast is helping them so much. And that that is what gets my fire going. I don't mm-hmm. think people understand that. Like, I cannot express enough how much I appreciate those kind of messages because that's honestly something I've been struggling with lately. You know, I'm not motivated by the sales and the money and all that stuff. Like, I live a comfortable life. I'm, I don't really need anything mm-hmm. more. I'm happy with what I have. And, of course, sales are good because it... That's how I can judge the growth of the company. But at the end of the day, like it's not my motivator mm-hmm. getting these kind of messages and doing this podcast and, you know, even the emails and social media posts and stuff like that. That's my motivator. Right. And once again, it goes back to I'm helping other people. If I wasn't doing that, I would be fucking miserable. Sure. And I've been miserable plenty of times in my life and I always got out of it by helping other people. We, we both have been, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, that's everybody. And, and I think a lot... I think people out there who think that they don't provide any value to anybody, I think you you are selling yourself short. And I have no problem saying that without even knowing who the hell you are. Right. Because there are people who watch you and there are people who know about you. And you may have a very positive influence on their life and you might not even know it. Right. Just assume that someone's fucking watching you at all times. It could be a sibling. It could be a family member. You know, a cousin, niece, it could be, you know, just some random person at the gym. It could be someone at your job. Yeah, you're right. Like someone is definitely watching you. Mm-hmm. It could be a complete stranger that just thinks that you're an interesting character. Like someone mm-hmm. that watches you at the coffee shop, some fucking creeper, you know, but <laughs> like you really don't know. And that's yeah. a pretty good rule of thumb as well is just assume that someone's always watching you because I think that's going to make you behave in a better manner. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something I was thinking about earlier today as I was driving, actually, is just like assuming that someone's watching you because when you know that someone's watching you, you behave better. You you also perform better. So imagine, I, I know if someone was following me around with the camera all the damn time, I would be at 150%. Chest up. Always. Shoulders always, back. yeah. <laughs> Perfect fucking posture all the time. You know, but that's like that, that's true though. And yeah. that's everybody. And it's not watching you like you're being surveilled. It's just watching as in there are people who are just aware of you and they see what you do 
you know, they're not, they're not stalking you, but they, right. if you're out there in the world, it could be a passerby who sees you and you might be in the middle of just some random menial task and they might like walk by you and just might be down with that. Dude, maybe they just think you're fucking juicy and they want to get juicy <laughs> like you, man. You know what I mean? Like that could happen. But it, it's true. It, I, I think getting DMs from people on social media saying, you know, you're an inspiration and you inspired me to start lifting weights or to get in a better shape. That that's an amazing feeling to get. Oh yeah, it's weird at first. It's super weird at first. It is because if you have spent a large portion of your life thinking you have nothing to offer or you you have no value that you bring to the world, and someone comes to you and says, "No, actually, it's the complete opposite." You're like, "Shut up!" No, I'm no. And no. I think that has something to do with confidence and self esteem issues. Yeah, you know, if you don't have confidence in yourself, then you don't think that you're worthy of anything, including other people's respect. Mm-hmm. And how you view yourself is how the rest of the rest of the world views you as well. So if you just view yourself as some fucking weak piece of shit that has nothing to offer to the world, that's how everyone else is going to see you as well for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about switching that mindset. If you think you offer nothing, then you will offer nothing. That's true. It's just a self-fulfilling that's prophecy. It. Yeah. That's your starting point saying, I, I'm worthless and I don't bring anything to the table. Then that's exactly what you're going to be. Right. And all you have to do is switch that narrative. Mm-hmm. It, I, it, I, I am worthy. I am able to offer people more. I am able to improve the world. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you start thinking like that, you start acting in that manner subconsciously. You start doing shit that you, even if it's just picking up fucking trash when mm-hmm. you see it laying on the ground, like that right there makes a difference. Or, I mean, start small. Prove it to yourself that you bring value to the world. If if your house is a mess or hell, even your bedroom's a mess. Clean I mean, how many, how, how many times have you heard that from different people? Just clean your room. Yeah, it's you true, know? though. Make your fucking bed. If, if that, like, that should be your starting point. If you, and the thing is, I know a lot of people think, well, it's, it's easy to just convince yourself. Like, how do you, how do you convince yourself that you do have value? And really, it's just fake it till you make it. Yeah. You, you that's just have true to too. start. It, I mean, it's like working a muscle you, you've never trained. Well, you before. have to work on yourself. And yeah. I think that's the most important part, especially with nowadays, everyone wants to, most people want, to be an influencer or some shit. You know what I mean? You see that all the time. People are on social media and they're just trying their damnedest. They're trying way too hard to be something that they're not. But at the same time, I think that kind of motivates them to to do more because once again, people are watching them. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the same time, you can't help other people until you work on yourself. And that's something that I've learned the hard way myself. Mm-hmm. I've always tried to, well, especially with Norse, that's the whole point behind Norse is I want to help people improve mentally and physically. But at the same time, like there's been points in my life where I've had to put on fucking pause to work on myself. I mean, shit, all of last year, I pretty much had to put my shit on pause. Yeah. But now I'm at 100%. Now I can actually provide value to people. Mm-hmm. And, and that that's also another thing that you've talked about through the years is that there is a lot of value in solitude. Yeah, you uh, have to have solitude, man. You got to spend time alone. Yeah. And I think on the other end of the spectrum, there are people who all they do is spend their time on social media or spend time around other people because they can't face themselves. Yeah. So there's like two ends of the spectrum. You have people who withdraw completely because they think they're valueless. And then you have people who fall into that loop of social media and just being around people and partying all the time because they can't stand the thought of just being by themselves for a while. Yeah. If being alone scares you, that's exactly what you need to do. Yeah. You know, and that's a, I mean, just follow that always, if something scares you, you should probably be fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't go jumping off cliffs and shit that could kill you. I mean, you. you can jump off a cliff, just, you know, make sure that, make sure the water's deep, you know what I mean? <laughs> or put a parachute on or something. I mean, you, yeah. you can jump off a cliff, it's fine. But yeah, I mean, honestly though, like, do shit that scares you. 
start that business that you've been wanting to start. You know, ask that girl out that you've been, that you've Mm -hmm. had a crush on, start hitting the gym, do that competition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all this shit that you're scared of doing is going to benefit you. Yeah. And if you just shut up and spend that time alone, that, that voice in your head, call it whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you what to call it, but there is a voice in your head that's going to say, you should probably be doing this. Well, that's the thing too. if it freaks you out and you don't want to do it and it pisses you off, then you probably need to do it. And if you don't hear that voice... It's because you're not paying attention to it. And that's exactly why you need to spend some time alone and you need to listen to yourself because, yeah, no, I agree. There's there's another part of human beings that I can that I call it the true self. And the more time that you spend in solitude, the more time that you spend working on yourself, you become more in touch with that true self. And the more that you become in touch with that true self, the more of a better individual that you will become, mm-hmm. the more the stronger you become mentally and physically, you know where you stand, you know what your values are. And until you know what your values are, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's another thing too, that I think people should spend a lot of time on. Figure out what your values are, figure out what you stand for. Because if you don't stand for something, you fucking fall for anything. It, it's true. And there are plenty, there are so many people who have these quote unquote convictions uh, that, you know, I believe this and I believe that. And then you ask them why they believe that in... They don't really have an answer because you, I think, again, we are conditioned to believe certain things and to believe certain things are true, certain things are wrong. But then when you dig into it and you start, if you're by yourself and you start thinking, well, why the hell do I believe any of this anyway? Yeah. And when did I start? Well, you're pre-programmed by society and your parents. Yeah. So a lot of people, they just do what they were raised to, raised to do and they think the way that their parents thought. And that's why I'm a big believer in leaving home for a little bit. You know, don't fucking stay in your hometown. Leave. Go somewhere for a couple of years. Detach yourself from everything that you know. That way you can really find out what you believe in and what you stand for. Because if you just stay there surrounded by the same fucking people that you've been with your entire life, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. There's an entire world out there, man. Yeah. I mean, just and even if you don't want to leave, just travel. You don't even have to go that far. You, like, you, you don't can... even have to move. Just fucking travel, man. Like spend yeah. a couple weeks going somewhere. You know, I've. I backpacked Europe for six weeks. I backpacked Iceland for six weeks. And this is before I owned a business. Yeah. And, and just to be fair, that, that doesn't mean travel somewhere and stay in a nice hotel and just be by yourself the whole time. No. It's like what you're just saying is that go to Europe and go backpacking. Oh, do I was in Iceland? And- I didn't see anyone in Iceland for five fucking weeks. So I got there, I rented a car and I just started driving mm-hmm. and I camped on like random pieces of land mm-hmm. or I slept in the car. And then the last weekend, well, in Iceland, you can stay pretty much, pretty much anywhere, anywhere for yeah, a day free before, roaming. Yeah. yeah. That's, as long as there's not like a fence or some shit, you can pretty much sleep anywhere, which is amazing because there's every mile, there's an amazing waterfall yeah. and you can just well, set I mean, up outside of Reykjavik, there's like no, there's people. nothing, right? <laughs> yeah. You can drive for hours and hours without seeing anything. <sighs> so I didn't have contact with really anybody besides some fucking people that didn't speak English at gas mm-hmm. stations. Iceland hot dogs. Yeah, Iceland hot dogs. (laughs) But, you know, until the last weekend in Reykjavik, and honestly, I was so detached from society for so long that I was like, how the fuck do I talk to people? (laughs) You know, but that was honestly, that was the, that was the best thing I've ever done because it was there that I decided that I needed to leave Panama City. It's also where I decided where I needed to take Norse because Norse was just like in the early, early stages at that point. And it really wasn't anything. We had like two designs at that point. And I didn't really know what I want to do with it, but that six weeks and just complete solitude in Iceland really just made me understand what I wanted to do with my life. And yeah, you know, I, so pa- I came home, I packed up my shit, I moved to North Carolina, and the rest is history. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just need to remove yourself from where you're at, too. Yeah, uh, even just so, even if you can't, and you know, a lot of people they have jobs and stuff like that. Yeah, 
even just taking a day and going hiking, you know, just you can do that. Everyone can fucking do that. You're just walk, just take 30 minute walk around your neighborhood every day without your phone, without music, just, just walk. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the most beneficial things that people can do. And that's really going to help kind of dial everything in for you. Well, yeah, because for a lot of people, and I see it with with kids now, even um, they they spend more time in the digital world than they spend in reality. And it's and, fucked. And the way people interact with each other online is not how you should actually interact with anyone. <laughs> kids are so fucking socially awkward now. They are. Yeah. When I was still in the restaurant business and I was serving and bartending, you know, like kids would come in and the parents would try to get them to order and they were like just terrified to talk to to talk to the server mm-hmm. and that was just mind-blowing to me but now you have adults that are like that mm-hmm. and that's just more of a reason that if you're listening to this podcast right now make it a point to like actually have communications with people and with actual people in person yeah you know i think that's one of the most beneficial things that you can do right now to level up and to get ahead of everybody else is just simple shit like that i think i think some of the best conversations you can have are are ones with strangers because there's oh, no yeah. In a way, you could be more honest with strangers than you can be with people you know because they have no idea who you are or what you're about other than what you're telling them about. Right, and they also have a completely different perspective on the world than you do. You know, like me and you, we have very similar perspective, but because we see each other almost every day and we've been friends for like five, ten years, whatever, and same with everyone in our gym, like we all have pretty much the same perspective on life, but if we go somewhere completely different, it's probably not going to be that way, Mm -hmm. you know, and just getting that different perspective and seeing how someone else views the world can be extremely beneficial for you. It could be that clicking moment. Yeah. That one thing that you need to kind of like just change your life for the better. And, and the thing is the, those conversations you, I, I, I know people who won't have those conversations cause they're like, Oh, I just don't want to talk to anybody. I'm so sick of people. Da, 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 da. Like what, what are they going to talk about? Whatever they talk about is just going to be so boring. And I think that's an excuse. That's a terrible way to look at the world. I think yeah. you, the way you should look at the world is, Anytime you talk to a stranger, you should just uh, you should just assume they they know some things that you don't know anything about. Just assume everybody knows something that you don't fucking know. Yeah, and why wouldn't you want to learn about that thing? Right. Well, it's because most people don't have a growth mindset. Yeah. You know, um, unfortunately, and but and also social anxiety once again because of social media. Now, I had really bad social anxiety in my early twenties and growing up, and it wasn't because of social media. It's just because I don't know shit happened in my just upbringing. How it is. Yeah, who yeah. knows? You know, but <laughs> I realized it and. I mean, I did everything to to get over it. And that includes making the videos or dude, even when we started this podcast, I would say it was still an issue, you know, or I mean, you've known me long enough. Like, mm-hmm. I think that you can tell that I can definitely have a conversation with a stranger. I can have a conversation with anybody and then like thrive in it. But oh, used yeah, to, one dude, on one is one thing, but then just putting, putting a video of yourself and your voice out there for the entire <laughs> world to see is a little bit different. Dude, it's intimidating <laughs> as fuck, man. It's, yeah. it's, you know, just wondering what people are going to think. Then finally, you just have to realize that honestly, it doesn't fucking matter. It yeah, doesn't matter what other people think. Exactly. Because in those one-on-one interactions, you're going to attract people and you're going to push some people away. That's and fine. If, and if you're fine with that, then you just, it's the same thing with doing, say, a podcast, except the scale is a little bit bigger. Yeah. So in that sense, it can be intimidating, but it's the same concept. You're going to bring some people in and then you're going to push some people away. And that's just how it is. And that used to bother me. Like, and, you know, whenever someone didn't like something that Norse was doing, it, it used to bother me. Not anymore i don't give a single fuck you know there's definitely people listen to this podcast that probably turn it off halfway through and like (laughs) fuck this guy and i'm like that's fine it's okay i I don't care but those are probably the people who most need to hear this 
Honestly, yeah, probably. <laughs> but it, once again, it goes back to self-confidence. You know, if you don't have confidence in yourself, then you're going to worry about what other people think. When you're in touch with your true self, you don't fucking care, man. Yeah. You don't if, give a if, shit. If you don't know what you're about and if you don't know why you're about what you're about you're and, unsteady, where that, man. and where that comes from, you don't have any ground to stand you on. You have no foundation. And without yeah. that foundation, you can just easily get knocked over. Exactly. So you're going to be insecure and you're going to jump from one thing to another because you literally have no idea who you are. You don't know why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. You know, there's short, there's that short-term view of, well, I'm going to do this because it feels good, like buying things on your credit card, right. drinking or whatever. And, but that's not a personality. No, you know, that's not who you are. That's just something you do. And for the most part, you probably don't even know why you do it. No, you have no idea. And something that I've done over the years to really help me just be more grateful for everything that I have is put myself in really uncomfortable situations. If it, that's sleeping in a cave, which is cool, but at the same time, mm -hmm. it was it wasn't like comforting. It was miserable as shit. Or well, with that camping trip we did when it was like twenty degrees out, freezing rain. Oh, and it was raining, dude. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we were both so grateful to go home and sleep in our bed and oh, yeah. take a warm shower. Or, you know, even last year, I slept on the floor in my house for four months and you slept on the floor in my house for four <laughs> months once upon a time. We, we've all been there. You know, but it's like... You doing, ain't never sleep, slept on a floor before. You ain't living. Well, we live in a... We, in the times that we live in, it's... You kind of have to put yourself in these uncomfortable situations in order to grow, but you don't grow unless you are put in those kind of situations. And you need to be receptive to them as well, because sometimes those uncomfortable situations will come to you. Yeah, and whenever they do, just fucking accept it. Just say, bring it on. Be grateful for it once again. Yeah. Honestly, and you know that's another side of gratitude that people probably don't realize is that when something bad happens to you, instead of thinking that it's happening, that's like some terrible goddamn thing, be grateful for it because I can guarantee you, you're going to grow from it. Like that is happening for you, not to you. Yeah, there, there's two ways to look at it. If something bad happens, you can say, well, yeah, of course that's going to happen to me because bad things always happen to me and... I don't know well, why with that I mindset, this. bad shit continues to happen to you. Oh, I lost my job. That that job's probably fucking bullshit and you're going to get a better one. Yeah. That always happens. Oh, my girlfriend left me. Fucker. Like there's someone better else. There's someone better for you out there. Mm -hmm. You know, these things that at the time we think are terrible, terrible situations, they always end up being better for us. And that's that unwavering positivity where it's just no matter what comes my way, I'm going to keep a positive mindset and push through it and get to the other side and become a better person because of it. Mm -hmm. You don't fucking wallow in self-pity and be like, oh, the world's out to get me. The world's not out to fucking get you. This is life. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple. Life is out to get you. Life is out to get you. <laughs> and life is world. fucking beautiful. It's just life. And, life, and that's the thing that people life need to Life is beautiful mm -hmm. and it's awful all at the same time. And that's, but that's, that's fucking it, dude. Yep. And that's the beauty of all of it. And, and It's fucking thing, miserable and it's great at the same time. Yep. And it's going to go in fucking waves. You're going to be up here. Like right now, I'm up here. It's only a matter of time till some shit happens. Something's gonna happen. I'm gonna get knocked down, and then but I'm gonna make it my damnedest to make sure I keep that fucking unwavering positivity it, it, mindset, exactly. and I just get back up to the top. And the quicker that you can keep that positive mindset and regroup, because no one has it all the time. If they say they do, they're bullshit. Everyone yeah. becomes a victim to that certain just self pity. There's a little bit, you know. Yeah. But you got to snap out of it, and you have to just keep pushing forward, no mm -hmm. matter what. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be good and bad and terrible and awesome always. And no matter what, that's just what's going to happen. So just accept is, that. Just You just have to accept it. And the reason you should accept it and be in develop a positive mindset where you're just going to take it head on is because you might think the world is a terrible place, but why do you think it's a terrible place? Because some bad things happen. And okay. what's your definition of bad things? Yeah. You lost your job. 
Who gives a fuck? There's a million other jobs out well, there. And the thing is, you, you don't know how just how much good or just how much bad there is out there. So how can you just, in your own little siphon part of the world, look at the rest of the world and the universe and be like, yeah, well, it's all bad. It's so, all just fucking terrible. So might as well just give up. No, nah, that you know? nihilistic. And I used to be pretty nihilistic. You know, my old band was just completely, yeah. you know, all the lyrics were completely nihilistic. Music, yeah, it was all right. It but hard. It, you know, our, we like pride ourselves on that. And looking back, I'm like, what a terrible fucking way to live. But it's because now I understand that how you view the world that shapes your reality. Yeah. So if I view everything as just fucking awesome, then my life's going to be awesome. And it's as easy as that, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and every once again, every, something could always be worse. As long as you're still breathing, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, and if you do have a sort of a, a nihilistic or even a pessimistic view of the world, that's all you're going to attract because there could be opportunities that pass you by that you aren't even aware of. You don't see because it, man. your mindset isn't right. Yeah, that's that's a very good. So point. it's just it's another feedback. You, yeah, you you attract you attract those kind of things. So if you just view everything in a very just dark state of mind then that's all you're gonna get that's all you're gonna get but the more that you just start seeing everything for being great you're gonna start attracting great things into your life and i get it for a while i and i'm sure you just assume that well it's just easier to to sit in the muck here and be miserable that's bullshit though because i don't at least i'm not having to move and at least i'm not having to put effort into anything but you fucking the, stay the, there that's it's the, the issue. least fulfilling thing Ever. When you stay at the, when you just accept that mindset where, well, it's just easier to fucking be miserable and to be depressed, you fucking stay there. Like, mm-hmm. You have to get moving. You have to do something. And in- then everybody else who doesn't think that way is just going to pass you by. Right. And, it's you- all, and, that, and guess what? That's your fault. Well, the bad part about that as well is that you start attracting fucking people that think the same way. So all of a sudden you're in this group of just miserable fucking people. Like because a, you attracted those kind of people. It feels like you're in a swamp. It really just, does. Yeah. And we've all been there. And I think that's an important lesson, too. If you're around a bunch of people that just are miserable, start distancing yourself. Start finding better people to hang out with. If if someone just always has something bad to say, get them out of your fucking life. Well, hell, man, if you can't even find people to hang out with to, to what, replace them, I guess? Just spend time alone. Just be by yourself then. Yeah. I mean, once again, people are so terrified to be alone and... It's the best thing in the world. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that you're going to get comfortable in your own skin is to spend time alone. Yeah. And then when you finally ready to come out, when the time comes and you've kind of recovered mentally, that's the time when you start seeking out those communities and those tribes yeah. of people. So it could be just joining a gym. I mean, I've seen plenty of people come into your gym and you can, speaking of awkward, there are plenty of awkward people who showed up to the gym <laughs> who just... Like you could tell they're out of their comfort zone. They don't know what's going on. But you know they what's know- awesome though, man? They they change over time. Yeah. So well, by surrounding themselves with people like us, they start to they start to evolve into people like us. Like they yeah. start seeing the world in a better light. They start thinking mentally. Well, they turn to completely and, different people. Yeah. And it's because I think in this gym, we do have a very positive mindset, but yeah. it's it's not the touchy feely positivity. It's pretty it's, aggressive. It's it's aggressive, but because we know what people the people who come in here, we know what they're capable of. Yeah. And so sometimes you need that positive kick in the ass. You know, and the people that don't last here are the people that don't want to, they don't want to think like that. They, they don't want to view the world better. They don't want to necessarily improve themselves. They're only here, but they're still like just miserable fucking people. And they yeah, well, they, not they think to be when miserable. they join, they think when they join that just success is just going to come to them. They're no, like, well, that's I'm not here. how this works. It's like, nope, no. you're, that's, 
just coming here is literally the first step yeah. of many, many steps. Yeah. I mean, you still got to put in the work, then you got to eat right, then you have to recover, and then mm-hmm. you got to keep that, then you have to get your fucking mind right all the mm-hmm. time. You know, like even coming into the gym, it's like, fuck, I don't want to do this. Well, you got to fucking do it anyways. Yeah. It's just, it's a whole cycle for sure. But another thing that I want to touch on real quick is the whole idea that you should just be grateful because you are alive. Yeah, I agree. You know, like uh, that, that's it. At the end of the day, just be grateful that you're alive. When you wake up in the morning and you breathe, woo, (laughs) yes, you know what I mean? Another day. Another day. Here we are. And that's something that you can really associate with because, you know, you have Graves disease. You've been a type one diabetic since you were eight years old. And I know that there's probably times when you wake up and you're like, Hell yeah, like I'm still here, you know? I th- Some of the best moments in my life are when I wake up and I look at, because my phone can tell me my blood sugar now. Yeah. I wake up and I look and it's just even all the way through the night. I'm yeah. It's like 110 all night. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> that's it, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it. And that's uh, honestly the happiest moments in my life have been when I've survived a really sketchy situation. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> and I've put myself in a lot of really sketchy situations oh. in the past, but it's whenever I get through it and I'm like, holy fuck, I'm still here. And every time that has happened throughout the years, I just, I'm more grateful for life in general. Yeah. And in, in those moments, I, I don't know if you feel the same way, but when those moments happen to me and I come out the other side, not unscathed, but alive, Yeah, it's just like, I think to myself, there's a reason I got through this. Well, that's something too. Um, once again, that nihilistic idea where life is meaningless and all this shit. No, like I, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason and that you're here for a purpose. You're here for a reason. I'm here for a reason. Anyone that's listening to this podcast is here for a reason. Mm-hmm. So that right there should be enough to like really just push yourself. I mean, that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. Not mm-hmm. as quickly this morning, but you know, like that that's what keeps <laughs> that's me just going. You're training hard though. That's right. different. Yeah, yeah. Like I, you know, you got to take that downtime. But that's what keeps me going is just knowing that like I'm here for a for a reason. And that's not me being egotistical because I legitimately think that everyone is. I'm just fully aware of it. Yeah. You know, and the older I get, the more self-aware I am of that purpose and everyone has that purpose and without that fucking purpose once again man you're ruined like you you have no compass you're not gonna mm-hmm. you're like you have no way to really move through life properly that's why people are miserable well and, and I see the appeal in in having that sort of nihilistic viewpoint that nothing really matters because if nothing matters then you can do anything you want but you just remain miserable though man but, but exactly the thing is when you're just doing whatever you want and you're just kind of living life based off instinct and urges, you just turn into an animal. Well, just, yeah, because at the end of the day, like the human mind wants, we, we seek comfort, mm-hmm. you know, we, we seek the shit that makes us feel good, that dopamine release. And yeah. unfortunately those dopamine releases usually come from shit. That's not good for us. And they, they don't <laughs> last. And the more you push it, the worse it's going to get when yeah. the time comes, when you realize I got to stop doing this. Well, that's why I think dopamine withdrawals, or detoxes, dopamine detoxes are so beneficial where you just turn off your phone for even 24 hours or, you know, you, instead of watching TV at night, you don't watch TV for the night or mm-hmm. you avoid shit foods that you would usually eat or just things that you usually get enjoyment from. Just stop it. You don't have to go overboard with it. Just mm-hmm. stop it for 24 hours or so. Stop it for a week. And mm-hmm. the great part about that is when you do these dopamine detoxes, which I do pretty damn often, really anytime I start feeling myself getting down mm-hmm. or when my mind is cluttered with just a bunch of thoughts, I'll do a dopamine detox. And then that's whenever all of a sudden I'm back on top, man. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the you can do that with anything. Mm-hmm. Just start cutting out shit that you would usually enjoy. Not yeah. long term, just cut them out shortly. I mean, you could try fasting. We both do that. Dude, fasting is the best thing in the world. Yeah. Absolutely. And 
it could be fasting where you don't eat literally anything, or it could be a fasting where you just cut out certain food groups and you right. just do it that way. I mean, there's different ways to do it. So you could start small and cut well, out. Even like a 14, 16, 18 hour fast is fine. Sure. You know, I've done a five day fast and I've never been more grateful for food in my entire <laughs> life. Once again, like you just have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. You have to usually put yourself in those situations. But when you deprive yourself of comfort and of luxuries and stuff like that, you just have so much more appreciation for life and for mm-hmm. everything else around you. And once again, like that's not something that is honestly, you have to work for it nowadays. Well, and it, it'll, the reason it makes you grateful is because it finally makes you realize what you actually do have. Yeah. Which is everything. You have everything that you've, you have everything that you've worked towards. Like you have everything that you need at this point in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the house that you're living in, it might not be the nicest house, but for fuck's sake, you have a roof over your head. The car that you drive in I, might not be the nicest car, but it fucking gets you from point A to point B. And then over time, like you're going to upgrade to something else as long as you stay on the right mm-hmm. track and you just keep working, you keep moving forward. Better things are going to come to you, but just becoming fucking complacent and because you can watch TV and eat pizza every night and all this other shit, that's not how you get ahead. And that just makes you a miserable fucking person over time. And it makes you resentful too. It does make you resentful, you know, and then you start fucking envying what other, other people have. And you can't do that as well. Just be grateful for what you have. And then if it's not like, you know, ideal... Or maybe you want something more, which, you know, I think there's a fine line with that as well between you don't want to live with desire because I've been there before and that makes you a miserable person. But you want to aspire to have more because without that aspiration, you don't move forward. Mm -hmm. So there is a fine line there. And that's something that, you know, I think myself and a lot of other people and probably you as well, we're trying to figure out is, all right, we don't want to crave a bunch of shit that we don't need but at the same time we want a better life for ourselves. we want that nicer car we want just we want as much as we can possibly get well you got to figure out why you want more right it's it's not enough just to say i want more and then boom well yeah yeah why do you want more because your fucking neighbor has it yeah do you want more because someone else has it or because you saw a commercial or there's some sponsored uh algorithmic ad that (laughs) knew you would want it you know saying you should get it or is it because i know if i move forward in this part of my life that it's going to help me. It's going to help me grow as a person. It's going to help everyone around me. Your family, and, and, your friends. And most of all, it's going to help my family and my friends because yeah. you also have a responsibility to your family and your friends and those around you to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Because the more successful you are, the more of a rock you can be for everyone else around and you. And they need that. We all need that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even with me and you, you know, the, if I'm mentally stronger and I'm getting after it more and you're doing the same, like we're just going to level up together. And Mm -hmm. it's the same with this entire gym or even the whole Norse fitness community. Mm -hmm. The more that we level up, the stronger that we are together. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that's a good place to end this episode. Okay. That was a good fucking conversation. (laughs) Hell yeah. All we got to do is just sit down and boom. Yeah. we. I really got to start planning these things out. I feel like it would be a little bit better. Or we can just... I'm just going to keep free balling it. Just free ball in the truck like we usually do. You say free balling in the truck? Yeah, we do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Anyways, thank you guys for listening to the Norse Mentality Podcast. If you are unaware, the Norse Mentality is a byproduct of Norse Fitness. You can find us online at norsefitness.co. And yeah, thank you for listening. Bye.